0: Welcome back to another exciting episode of Goth Girl Horror, the Hack Slash podcast. I am your host, Dr. Chris.
1: And I am your co-host, Charcy Lex.
0: And we are doing our countdown to the series finale of Hack Slash, but not the end of Hack Slash quite yet, but the series finale of the second volume by uh, Tim Seeley through Image Comics before it uh, goes back to being miniseries and one-shots. Um, but, uh, there are five issues left in this arc, and the first of them is Issue 21, and this is coming out, we're recording this on the holiday weekend of Indigenous American Day, Columbus Day, whatever it's called these, these days, but also the day after, uh, Entertainment Weekly released a bunch of images for the upcoming Scream 5, including the poster.
1: I was gonna say, good timing for that.
0: Which has Ghostface on the cover, the image for the poster is Ghostface holding a knife, and the tagline above him says, It's always someone you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we see in uh, the images uh, Courtney Cox, Steve Campbell, uh, David Arquette, and a bunch of characters I'm not familiar with who I'm assuming are all new.
1: And, you know, we and all a knew... A picture of a,
0: new... a, and a picture of Ghostface in, a, in the uh, corridors of a school.
1: Yeah. And we all know that the new characters are just basically cannon fodders, so...
0: Right, they didn't keep anyone alive in that last movie.
1: No, they definitely did not. Everybody kind of was fair game if they weren't the mains.
0: <laughs> no, but I do believe that the sheriff uh, deputy female, I think I heard, is going to be coming back, so she's still alive. Because she got oh. she got shot in the abdomen.
1: Okay, so they're just finding ways that she survived that. So I, I can kind of give them that, I guess.
0: I mean, Dewey's been stabbed in the abdomen more than once.
1: That's true, too. <laughs>
0: So, and so is Neve Campbell.
1: Yes. Uh, And I'm pretty sure even Courtney took a few uh, stab wounds as well.
0: And this movie's coming out in January as well, which is very unusual dumping ground for a horror movie of this stature. Usually horror movies of a crappy stature, but this is coming out in January. But I think at this point it's just a matter of, like, put a movie out in theaters and see if people go to the movies to watch it.
1: Yeah, uh, we've kind of hit that point and you know, maybe in January things might be a little better. We we just keep saying might cuz that's what it is. So
0: and we're also recording this the week that the um another slasher movie comes out. Halloween Kills comes out this weekend.
1: Yes, and I'm looking forward to seeing that one. So
0: I'll be at Monster Expo, a uh, horror convention focusing more on artists and writers and um, book authors, but mostly on artists and vendors um, for this horror convention. They have a couple horror icons there, such as Lisa Wilcox and Tuesday Night. Oh, nice. Yep. And we're also recording this on the day that DC Comics had a huge announcement. As Somebody joins Cassie, and I'm trying to think of another character that I believe is bisexual in comics. Tim Drake, I think, came out as bisexual, but uh, uh-huh. they just announced that Jonathan Kent... Um, Superman's son is bisexual.
1: Oh nice. So yeah, I mean it's nice seeing it come out more and more.
0: He's uh seen in the cover he's seen in the photo kissing a kid a boy with purple hair. <laughs> so yeah, make that uh, what you will, but yeah, uh Superman's son is bisexual, not gay. Originally post someone had posted he is gay. No, he is bisexual, DC um said in their actual official statement. Which is so basically, exactly is. Um, I think, a prelude to the upcoming uh, event this coming Saturday, which is DC Fandom. Their huge multimedia event where we're going to see trailers for a lot of DC properties and, uh, and uh, movie trailers such as The Batman and Black Adam and Shazam and Aquaman, plus whatever video games are coming. And also this week, I believe, coming out, I think, is Superman vs. Lobo 2 by hack slash creator Tim Seely
1: nice that would be cool
0: yes and then the next issue will be out in december it's a bi-monthly um book but this book is also twice the size of a normal comic book twice the number of pages twice the price and also uh by twice the size i mean the actual um size dimensions of a comic book this is a large magazine style book
1: oh wow so yeah that'll be different
0: but jumping into Hackslash, Slash, Charcy has a plot synopsis for Issue 21.
1: And I kind of wanted to bring that Whoa. up. I think the final is Wait actually Wait a minute, six I screwed issues.
0: up... Yeah, I don't have Issue... Because
1: t- it's Issue 20 through 25, so yeah, I okay. have Issue 20 to start with.
0: Alright, I'll pull Issue 20 up on my phone, which then... I suddenly realized I have completely screwed that up. But I have issue 20, actually, on the Hoopla app. So why don't you go through the plot synopsis of issue 20, and we'll be doing issue 20 and 21 of the final, which is the title of this storyline.
1: Yes. So we have the final, written by Tim Seeley, art by Elena Casagrande, colors by Nate Lovett, Letters by Crank, Edits by James Lauder, Published by Image, and Issue 20 is originally published on November 14, 2012. And Waking from an Intense Dream, Ava finds that she has fallen asleep in Chris and Lisa's bathroom. Unfortunately, she didn't realize that at that moment she was seeing the bleak future that was to come ahead of them. Elsewhere in Nebraska, Cassie is trying to have a pointless hookup with a random man. Vlad mistakes the situation and thinks that they are on a slasher hunt. After scaring the young man away, Cassie finally opens up to Vlad and tells him what had happened between her and Sam back on the island. He instantly becomes jealous and punches a car window. Cassie helps clean up the glass from his hands and wraps up the wounds. They end up getting into a huge argument about what their relationship is. Are they partners, friends, or are they more than that? While they are arguing, Cat and Pooch find them in the woods. Cat has important information to tell Cassie, so she walks off to speak alone with her. The information Cat gives Cassie is very bleak. She tells her that she has Sam's black blood in her veins now, because that was how Dr. Carpenter had saved her life. Cassie doesn't believe her at first, but then Cat cuts her cheek, and then while the girls are arguing, Cat tells Cassie to try healing herself. She is shocked to find that when she concentrated at it, her cheek healed up. This causes her to run off to be alone. She ends up calling Margaret to tell her that she could have loved her forever. It was her version of saying goodbye. When Vlad finds Cat and asks what she had told Cassie, he is furious when he finds out the news. He even yells at Kat, telling her that her news may have killed Cassie. He runs off to find her. He comes across her next to a dinosaur sign they had saw earlier in the day. She has strapped herself full of dynamite, and she intends to end her life because she doesn't want to become the thing she hates, a slasher. Vlad tells her that she is a protector, and she needs to reconsider her decision. Not able to sway her choice, Vlad comes up and holds on to her, and then lights the fuse. He explains to her that if she dies, he goes with her. Not wanting to kill Vlad with her, she pushes him off her and stops the fuse from burning. By the end of this issue, Cassie knows exactly what her and Vlad are to each other. So uh,
0: what's happening with Cassie is reminiscent of the very first issue of Hackslash before we get to um, Eve's um, weird uh, bathtub dream. Um, Cassie is on a date to lure somebody in and we think, you know, the Slasher's in the woods and, of course, in the first issue, we don't don't quite know who Vlad is and we learn that Vlad is Cassie's partner Um, as the two of them are getting it on and Vlad interrupts Cassie's...
1: Fun little hookup.
0: Fun little hookup. (laughs) Which, of course, makes Vlad very jealous. Um, Uh, Extremely. The dream that Eve is having um, shows a dead version of Lisa and Chris, a little bit of foreshadowing, and we see uh, uh, Sam Hain very much like, I don't know, uh, like the hobgoblin, you know, throwing pumpkin bombs, which is something he does, and he's talking to the other slashers, which kind of looks like Jace, uh, Michael Myers, kind of looks like Pinhead.
1: I could definitely give those slashers in there because. The one definitely looks like Pinhead.
0: 100%. But it's just funny that he's throwing pumpkin bombs when that's, you know, that's more like a Hop goblin thing.
1: Or in pulling a Sleepy Hollow.
0: Yeah. So Eve needs to be alone, and again, we get the foreshadowing. We get the uh, the interrupted date, which is pretty hilarious. But once again, we get Vlad and Cassie discussing, you know, Vlad's, you know, problem with, like, how he feels about Cassie and cutting his hand open, but uh, she doesn't... She wants to remember remind him of Gertrude, but that's not a relationship that's going to work out. It's, it's just funny that uh, Cassie does not feel the same way about Vlad. Vlad feels about her.
1: Yeah, and that she views him basically as a big brother, whereas him, he absolutely loves and adores her. Cat has a lot of cojones to be able to cut Cassie like that. Yeah, they kind of explain it in the next issue that Cat doesn't understand Uh, her mind doesn't work the same way as anybody else's and didn't realize she made a huge mistake Hmm.
0: Georgia is having a nice little date with somebody and then this girl gets naked and we get Georgia's O-face
1: yeah pretty much
0: Um, I don't know if blowing herself up with dynamite is going to do the trick. I mean, this is very reminiscent, uh, reminding me of uh, the Wolfman being blown up with dynamite in the Monster Squad.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, and especially since Cassie technically could heal up, I mean, it probably would only end up... Well, Vlad even hints at it, too. He says, you know, it, this could stop you from being a slasher, and he's like, that's a big maybe.
0: This issue was is very fast. It's a lot of talking. There's, like, almost nothing in this issue at all for a fight go back to the very first page yes we have sam hayne yes vlad scares the guy but do they kill anybody does anybody get hurt other than cassie's face which heals up and it's no. just to prove a point no. there is nothing in this issue Charcy, whatsoever it's just talking
1: it's a lot of dialogue and it's, it's perfect for the story plot and where it's going to be moving into.
0: It sets up what's going to happen next in the next four issues. Yep. Five issues. Sorry. Five issues. Yes. It's final is a six part storyline. So I, 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 stand corrected. So we're going to take a quick break. Cause that was a very fast, um, overview of that because there isn't much going on and we're going to play, uh, a podcast spot and something else, our sponsor, and we'll be back with, uh, part two of final Hackslash number 21 dorgan ramen is a restaurant in ashland massachusetts serves traditional and authentic japanese ramen thai noodle soups and the best chicken wings in metro west everything done in-house from scratch and they use only the highest quality products from small farms co-chef owners up and Alan McIntosh combine their culinary skills with traditional Japanese cuisine to create an authentic, amazing flavor in every dish. Located at 1 West Union Street on Ashland, Massachusetts, their phone number is 508-309-3416. Or they can be located on Facebook at Dorigan Ramen Ashland and on their website as well, www.doriganramen.com. And we're back with Hack Slash number 21, the part two of final. Also, what were the covers for issue 20, by the way?
1: Let me get to the back, because the, the one that I have is actually the issue for number 25. Yeah, the which final I mean, issue. I really like that one, so let's see. And of course, for whatever reason in this one, none of them are in order in the back. Oh yeah. wow, I don't have 20 in the back.
0: That's weird. By the way, coming on my show soon will be Ben Templesmith.
1: That will be cool. Mm. Yeah, I have 21, but apparently I don't have 20. That's weird. Oh, nope, finally found it. There it is. It is a cover. Uh, I have number 20B by Elena Casagrande, and it's the one where Cassie is crying in front of a sink, and she's trying to slit open her wrist. Mm. So, I mean, uh Us understanding, and of course, like, if anybody out there is having suicidal feelings or tendencies, like, we have so many hotlines, please reach out for help. But with Cassie's case, it's, especially for number 20, that was the whole thought process of it, is that she had found out she had the black blood in her. What's the one thing Cassie never wants to do? She never wants to become a slasher.
0: She doesn't want to become like her mother.
1: Yep. Yep. But that was the cover for Issue 20.
0: Moving on to Issue 21 with the plot synopsis.
1: Four. Am I on the right one? There we go. The only difference from all the information that I gave on 20, that the published date on this one was on December 12, 2012. And six days ago, at the home of Roderick Fetch in Heath, Texas, Roderick is watching the news when one of his guards comes to him about an intruder. He thinks that he is safe within his home with all of his guards and his guard dogs. But Akikos. I can never say his name right. Aki-ki-os. Akikos. 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 Okay. Akikos still manages to make his way to him. He wants to begin a new era for the Black Lap lamp society.
0: Isn't Akikos the thing that Johnny Five says when he's chanting yep. what the uh, gang says in Short, short Circuit 2? Akikos, kick your ass! Akikos, kick your
1: face! Akikos, kick your <laughs> balls into outer space! I, I, I think you're right now that you say that.
0: I don't so. think I'm right. I, I just, <laughs> it just sounds it's ridiculous. It definitely
1: sounds like that, though. It definitely
0: sounds like that. <laughs>
1: uh, but at the present time, Vlad is finding unique ways to punish Kat for her stupid mistake of telling Cassie about her black blood. Cassie asks him to lay off <clears throat> because she can't help what she did, that she was born that way. And she's special throughout the day. We are given different glimpses of all the people who have helped Cassie and Vlad on New Jersey in New Jersey, Alan Knight and Angelica Castellini are training Daisy black to fight in Florida. Margaret Crump, AKA Georgia peaches is performing in a play and then introduces her girlfriend to her mother. In Massachusetts, Marsh Investigations is looking for paranormal activity at an old lighthouse. And also in Florida, Gertrude Halt is hanging out playing roleplay with her boyfriend, Brock. <laughs> El- That's what we elsewhere. call it, role play. I was, I was going to say, they're just putting on old cos- well outfits that they used to wear back in the day, but it, be- it definitely became role play. Mm-hmm. Elsewhere at Kikios is building up his strength again. On top of that, he is killing off all the original leaders of the Black Lamb Society. He explains to all of them as he's killing them that they kept him weak and used him for their own personal gain. He will no longer do anyone else's will but his own. This issue ends with tragedy and despair. Kat, Cassie, and Vlad each get phone calls from their old friends, only to find out that several terrible events have happened. Daisy finds that Alan has been melted and Angelica was kidnapped. Margaret, her girlfriend, and her mother are all attacked, and Margaret's mother is killed in front of her. The Marshes have been separated, and Neil is taken away. Brock is taken away from Gertrude, and last, poor Ava finally remembers what Maggie had forwarded her, or tried to forewarn her of. But she is too late. The Black Lamb Society has kidnapped Chris and Lisa's baby. Unfortunately, a worse fate befalls them. Ava finds that a slasher has cut them to pieces. The conclusion ends with Cat, Cassie, Vlad, and Pooch all staring at each other in disbelief for what has just happened to their friends.
0: I want to see what happened to Chris and Lisa.
1: I don't. I was going to say, that's that's one of the deaths where it's a huge shock, but at the same time, I mean, it kind of gives the idea and the factor of nobody could be safe during this this final issue.
0: That was very shocking, wasn't it?
1: Let's face it, Chris and Lisa have been there from the very beginning. Lisa was in the first issue, and I want to say Chris, Chris was, was there for the Ashley issue yeah. with the toys. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm just a sick puppy, then. <laughs> Too bad it wasn't Pooch. I mean...
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can't kill Pooch, he's unkillable.
0: Yes, you no, know, you can totally kill him. Um, so the cover I have is by Tim Seeley and Dominic Marco, and it's got a bloody... X's through the faces of uh, Lisa, because I'm assuming it's Lisa, because holding the bunny. Um, Georgia, and the night nurse. The night nun.
1: And I was going to say, that that cover is actually really cool when you look at it.
0: Mm-hmm. And then the other cover is by Elena Casagranda, who is also the artist for this story arc, too. Yeah! Uh, I don't know too familiar with what she has done in uh, comic-dom, but do you happen to have... The uh, the CASA cover?
1: It looks like I have the other one. Let's see, because, yeah, because that one's issue number 22, and the one that I have was the same one that you had talked about earlier, the one with Tim Seeley. Uh-huh. But unfortunately, I don't have the other one. Let's see. Okay, so it looks
0: like she's worked on Black Widow and Doctor Who as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, so she definitely has some scenes that have some talent. She's an Italian cartoonist, too. Very much fitting for Kathy, as she's got, like, piercings and colored hair, you know what I mean, very yeah, very artist style. She's got like beautiful green, bright green hair in the photo that's on Google.
1: So, perfect artist for mm-hmm. a Cassian mm-hmm. Vlad issue.
0: It is also very funny. Um the uh Okay, so <laughs> Cassie says that uh Vlad Vlad bombed the bathroom. Yep. <laughs> Gross.
1: Well, and of course we get some of those special lines in here too that between Cassie and Walt. and of course we have Pooch with his one liners.
0: We've got the uh the superhero team uh training with their ridiculous outfits.
1: Yes.
0: Um, we have a play going on um in uh Florida with the He Man toy, but but it looks like basically it's the rip off of He Man stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. The E Man, the
0: Tila, the, the Skeletor, the Evil Lynn versions.
1: I I kept thinking that too, so.
0: Yeah. Um Margaret is the uh is playing the Tila version in this. Uh these were are basically like the toys that Chris how we met Chris, um Georgia Peaches is Margaret Crump, and we have uh Jesse Brock as Witchy Woman, who is again uh Evil Lynn, who is currently now being played by um uh, Lena Headley on the Kevin Smith He-Man cartoon. Oh, Masters, nice. This is the Masters of the Universe revelations that everyone got bent out of shape over because He-Man and Skeletor died in the first episode and then came <laughs> back in the last one.
1: Yeah. And then, he, and
0: then Skeletor kills Prince Adam before he can transform back into He-Man.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure why too many people had that much of an issue with it, though.
0: <laughs> I mean, I understand. I'm going to play devil's advocate here, and I totally get the hate behind it. You, you turn into a He-Man cartoon, and He-Man and Skeletor are killed off at the beginning of the first episode. And then it's a Sheila, <laughs> girl-on-girl, uh, centered storyline for two episodes. And then we get the revelation that Adam is in He-Man heaven with all these other He-Man you know, toys. And then He-Man and Skeletor are resurrected just in time for... Uh, sorry, uh, Prince Adam and Skeletor are resurrected, and Prince Adam restores the magic to Eternia just to get stabbed through the back by Skeletor, and Skeletor then taking the power sword and, and you know using summoning the magic words by the power of Grayskull, and then him transforming into the god <laughs> So again, I'm gonna play Devil's Advocate and say I get the hate, but at the same time, Kevin Smith is like, you guys have got to shut the f up. And see what's coming. We're we're really gonna do something big, so and he already said that like the upcoming fight between He Man and Skeletor because shocker, He Man's not really dead. Um, no, is going he said is, he says the fight between He Man and Skeletor coming up is eleven minutes long.
1: Oh my goodness! So yeah, that's gonna be quite the fight then. Mm-hmm.
0: So Gertrude is hanging out with one of the village people, which means I guess they're not all gay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this guy looks like a washed up village kid
1: like i said role play
0: she likes cops she likes to mm-hmm. she's like use your nightstick on me use your handcuffs on me
1: oh and i love this next panel i mean i didn't talk about it in the plot synopsis but it's the scene where cat is talking into her recording about their next crime thing that they're going through and she drops the recorder it smashes but then she still continues on, lifting her hand, even though there's nothing there. And that's when you see Cassie, where she's like, there isn't even a tape in this. And you have Blab with the revelation of, oh, now I understand why she's special. Poor
0: cat. Poor <laughs> cat.
1: Poor, poor cat.
0: <laughs> and this is Sam Hain taking the purple bath, right?
1: Yeah, his yeah. His teeth are falling he, out, he apparently. Different. Yeah, and he kind of barely hits on it. Like, basically, he's healing, but his teeth uh is the slowest thing to heal right now
0: and he kills count dracula wannabe and whoever the hell this woman is i don't think we even get their names do we
1: i i think they were an old issue i can't remember their names because she's like but yeah he's definitely a vampire wannabe and she's definitely like a demon cat or mm-hmm. something
0: alan gets killed off um as the night nun returns and yeah. uh, Gertrude is on her way home, and her mother is killed?
1: Yep, her mother is not killed. Not Gertrude,
0: I'm sorry, uh, Georgia. Georgia's mother is killed. Yes. Um, Right to the back. Oh, jeez. And then we have uh, the elderly woman from the Monster Island, correct? That's who gets attacked by the uh, priest?
1: I'm trying to remember who Marsh Investigations was, but it's not the old lady from the island because her and her husband i want to say either was in the past issue or it's just somebody that they're introducing for this issue but i i can't remember who marsh investigations is at the moment
0: okay and then um uh frank from hellraiser wannabe shows back up and i guess ava can't be killed because she's like immortal or something like that because they leave her alone as they kill chris and lisa
1: well they leave messengers Yes. In every issue, they leave at least one person alive, and Ava's the one that they leave alive.
0: Yeah, and they all get the phone calls about what's uh, what's happening. And yeah. uh, that is that is how the issue ends, with the revelation that Lisa, and, Chris and Lisa are killed off, as well as other minor characters. But two major characters and then some minor characters that we honestly really didn't have that big of appearances.
1: Yeah, but we end up feeling for all the Characters the major ones where we're like, Oh wow. Well, shit just happened. <laughs> mm.
0: Back up in the comic book we have another story from Monstro City. This is about the cop that works in Monster City, the human cop in Monster City. Oh nice. They get swallowed up by what looks like a dune worm.
1: Ooh, see that'd be fun.
0: We have an ad-in here for Steve Seely, which is Tim Seeley's hoax hunters. Mm-hmm. Black uh uh, uh Black Acra? Not sure what that is. And then the uh, third-degree spotlights on Brian Wood, uh, DC uh, Image Comics, uh, and veteran of Marvel and Dark Horse, who was worked on Star Wars, Conan the Barbarian, and the X-Men. Let's see. Oh, we're up to issue 105 of The Walking Dead when this issue of Hackslash came out. Happy is still being published right now, the one that would become the TV show. Yeah. And then uh, there's nothing that isn't inspiring about comic books, aside from a narrow point Narrow View of Their Purpose or Possibility, and that's written by Ming Doyle, who I have an original sketch by Ming Doyle of uh, Jennifer's body. Oh, that's
1: right. I remember you telling me about that. Mm.
0: Yeah, I was supposed to go to somebody because she made it for my show, and we sent it to the person, and it got sent back to me. that her address was not able to be found. I own it, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's in, it's 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 not like damaged, but it's a little, it's a little rough shape, but it's still an original piece of artwork by Bing Doyle. Apparently, yes. it fetches a dollar. So if I ever need to pay my rent, I was told I could probably sell it.
1: Uh, you you would never want to, but you always have that thought process. If desperate for it, then yes,
0: <laughs> maybe maybe her artwork does go for a pretty penny. So <laughs> I don't know if she's not b- based here in the United States or not. I'm not sure. Well, that's all the notes I have for these two issues. We're going to be doing two at a time. Then we got um, the final issue. will have a special guest on the show with us for it.
1: And looking forward to that.
0: Um, what do you have coming up on your YouTube channel, Charcy?
1: I was going to say, unfortunately, I haven't been doing anything with little channel of horrors as of recently. Since my promotion at my work, my hours have been getting longer and longer, so How my free time you. is shortened. <laughs> One of those where I'm like, hmm, well, I'm hoping that we can record sometime in the future, but right now it's kind of at a stalemate, so.
0: I understand. Uh, Recently I have, um, I had a couple of cool guests on the show. I had Bill Sinkenovich, the famous comic book artist on the show.
1: Yes, I remember that one.
0: We had um, the... uh, Producer and acquisitions uh, director of KL Studios Classics. They're best known for putting out Blu-rays of the following. Buck Rogers in the 25th and 25th Century. Um, Deep Star 6. Deep Rising. Kolchak the Night Stalker. Kolchak the Night Stalker the movie. Kolchak the, uh, the Night Strangler movie. Um, Transylvania 6-5000. And coming up soon, The Outer Limits on Blu-ray for the first time. So they put out a lot of cult classic, uh, mainstream, horror, sci-fi uh, films and television shows.
1: I was going to say, that's a great list.
0: Yeah. Also, as well as Westerns, comedies, romances that I don't have any particular interest in. Uh, there <laughs> might be one or two, but those are the ones that I own, like Transylvania Five Thousand on Blu-ray. Uh, they, they fully restore them, too, by the way, in 4K. And oh, nice. Their biggest release uh, is happening tomorrow. It's Colchak the Night Stalker, the complete series on Blu-ray for the first time ever.
1: that that's definitely a nice feat so that that's really cool
0: yeah and also um uh we had on the head of blumhouse studios jason blum
1: yep i remember that one too
0: cool so those are the guests we've had on and we've got some other great guests coming up um one i'm still working on playing a little bit of phone tag with to, Which is to always fun. Out, yeah, exp- yeah, especially considering she's on a book tour right now, um, virtually. Oh. So.
1: I mean, awesome for her, but not so great when we're trying to get a hold of her. Yeah,
0: no, she she responds back when she can, but Charcy's aware of who this guest is, so. Yes. <laughs> it's always fun to get at least a response back from her.
1: She does <laughs> love <good>. me.
0: <laughs> 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 so... Um, don't forget you can find all of your previous episodes on RadioHorror.com. You can send us an email at RadioHorror at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at Sav and at GothGirlHorror.
1: And you can find me at Charcy Lux on my Twitter or Charcy87 on my Instagram.
0: Or our individual YouTube channels, Little Channel of Horror, and yep. Radio of Horror individually. And check back with us in two weeks for another exciting episode of Goth Girl Horror, the official hack slash podcast.
1: Have a good one.
0: Have a fright night.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we'll have to get to that at some point. (laughs) Have a good-lastic day. (laughs) Jassy, Jassy, who are you going to stop tonight? Let the villains know that she's looking for a fight. Ah, ah, Smash them with your bed. These murderous monsters don't stand. When you uh, smash them with your back, these murderous monsters don't stand a chance.